Welcome to the Stylistpreneur Podcast, a show created to help hairstylists build and sustain successful beauty businesses. Here is your host, Damali Phils, CEO of Stylists in Business, master hairstylist, and author of Travel Notice, the ultimate guide to becoming a traveling hairstylist. All right, let's start the show. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Stylespreneur Podcast. Today I have with us Alicia Liu. Alicia, come on in the room. How are you? I am doing absolutely phenomenal. How are you today? Listen, I'm excited to have you because uh, we go way back. We go back way to back. like... Hilltop. <laughs> listen, we go back to kids. Back in the day, like yes. Grown with kids. A kid. Don't give me too many now. I have one. Okay. Okay. One okay. kid. Okay. Listen, I'm trying to be like you. One. Okay. One. One and done. Listen, Felicia, I'm excited to have you on here. Um, I want you to share all about the great things that you are doing, um, your okay. profession and all that good stuff. I'm excited to share. Thanks for having me. Yes. So Alicia, you are a professional braider, sought after in Central Florida, um, a philanthropist, a mentor. Let's get into it. Yes. How did you get started? I started braiding in high school. You know, we were kids doing hair in the yes, house. You have braided my hair. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we don't been in each other's chair. So I'll say just in high school doing friends hair, family's hair. And then it just turned into something a lot bigger, even in college, you know, braiding hair and as a trade off, you know, a barter mm -hmm. system in school. So it's just something I always was able to kind of fall back on throughout life. Okay. And I know you also had another profession before really diving into it. And I don't know if you remember, but um, we went to an event in Atlanta together. And I can mm -hmm. remember way back then, Alicia, when you were like telling me your vision, telling me the different programs you want to do with kids because you have your little girl. And it's been amazing for me to watch it happen. Cause I, hear I, I don't even talking. remember that conversation. But I know. I, mean... I see. But I hear, I listen, I'm a good listener. And I hear people talking a lot, saying that they want to do things, but you're not all, you, you talk, but you did the walk. Like you made I did the walk. Happen. Yes. Yes. So, like, been a while. So yeah, before um, being a full-time entrepreneur, I was a teacher mm -hmm. and I taught middle school kids. I taught them uh, math for a while. I did marketing for a while, social media strategies. So all those things kind of helped me on the background side mm -hmm. of my business too. Not even knowing I was really going to pursue that and move on into business, but right. it's been working for me. Yeah. Now, will you say those things have like set you apart as far as being a braider, having that marketing background, the teaching background? Um, I think for me being a braider, education is really big for me. So mm -hmm. I work with a lot of people and I teach them how to care for their hair, uh, especially like foster parents, okay. adoption parents who have like a multiracial family, mm -hmm. um, helping them understand hair care is something that's important. So I, that education piece helped me to kind of know how to relate to different people, um, different teaching styles. So in that way, I do believe the education helped me. I would definitely think so. Um, and even as in my profession, like I've done a lot of biracial kids. I've had a lot of parents come in and they're just like, I don't have hair like that. I have no idea what to do with those kids. Um, mm -hmm. so I think you are definitely filling a void as far as like yes. having those classes and helping those families. So I'll be the first to say thank you because I see those kids out and about. OK, <laughs> I saw them a lot in the school system, too, and just trying to find a way to help out. Was something I was yeah. eager to do. Yeah. Okay. So I love how your journey has meshed because I know a lot of people, you do certain things and sometimes people feel like 
my past life, my past jobs, like they won't help me out in the future. But I feel like you're an example to show that you can learn certain things along the way that will come to fruition in the uh, near future. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Now, I know you're also um, working in the prison systems. Like, tell us about that. Yeah. So um, I work in the jail. I go weekly. I teach a course there, a program I started about three years ago. Okay. Um, we teach hair braiding and entrepreneurship. And so I okay. work with these ladies. It's more like a mentorship program, but I do that by braiding. And a lot of those ladies have records. Um, some of them are only in jail for a short time. Some may go to prison for one or two years. And when they come home, it may be hard for them to find a job. And so right. having a plan, a business plan in hand is something that I want to help them with. And that came from me, again, being in the classroom, having students whose parents were incarcerated, um, at-risk kids who I mentored and kind of understanding their, their, their family dynamic. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how can I help their parents be more suitable to re-enter into society? Right. And I, one day I dreamed that I went to jail and I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Right. Mm -hmm. And then just it, those doors just began to open. Those ideas began to come to mind. And I just wrote the vision out and did my research to make it happen. And here we are three years later. So I'm excited about it. And listen, I mean, write it down, make it plain. That's what God said, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's in the word. Yeah. Right. So for anybody that's wanting to start out as a braider, wanting to get their business going, what tips or advice could you give to them? But one, do your research. Mm -hmm. So many people get super excited. And I've always been like slow to move on things. I let things marinate. Mm -hmm. But I do believe that that's helped me in this industry because sometimes people just get excited. They say, oh, I'm going I'm to start doing hair. Or I'm going to start doing nails or making keychains, whatever that looks like for you. And you just jump out with a business name and you just out here in these streets. You don't know who your target audience is for real. Exactly. You just you taking anybody in. And I setting those boundaries from day one. Um, I think it's important for anyone. And then as well as, like I said, doing your research, mm -hmm. going to look on Sunbiz, going to look on USPTO, you know, can I trademark this name? Is right. there anybody else around me doing the same thing? How are they doing their businesses? And people got to miss those steps. And then down the line, you have to backtrack exactly. and fix those things if things come up. So that's one of the really, really big things that I could, I can say to anybody, just do your research and be prepared to work because entrepreneurship mm -hmm. is not easy. Right. No, but it's so rewarding if it's something that you want to do. And that's a major part of having this podcast and this platform is just because I felt like a lot of people were doing hair, but they weren't necessarily doing business. And I think a yes. lot of people miss out on that part and not knowing that the business in is what's going to give you longevity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 the struggle. And a lot of braiders don't get a a good uh no. They don't have a good eye out <laughs> <laughs> no. here in the society. People are like, oh, she braid hair. Oh, she must be. Exactly. It doesn't have to be that way. You can really yeah. set yourself apart. And thankfully, I mean, I do have a business degree, um, but I feel like life has taught me more than that degree has, exactly. you know, and understanding the business side of things have come through trial and error. No, so I, I encourage anybody to do business, treat it as a business for real and versus just doing hair. Exactly. And one thing I love about the way that you do business, Leisha, is that you have a team behind you. And what I feel like a lot of people are out here trying to be a one man band and not being able to successfully do everything. Can you tell us um, some key people that you have on your team? Yeah. So for one, I keep a, a business attorney on my team for one, okay. uh, just working with her to maneuver through some things here. Recently, I had an issue where someone um, has something out that's similar to mine that I've trademarked uh -huh. and that became aware to me by a client. And so I was like, 
hmm, interesting. But then having an IP attorney there to help me, like what's next? Can I do something about that? You know, that that's very helpful. Also, I have an assistant and she works alongside me. I'm not a fan of doing things on the backside of business. Um, I like to do hair and communicate with people and mm -hmm. educate. I don't want to do the stuff in square if I don't have to. Right. I don't want to have to <laughs> really do too much corresponding through emails. I will, but it's just not my ministry and I want to focus on what I love. So right. my assistant really doesn't mind jumping in and she doesn't like to be seen. She likes mm -hmm. to be in the background and organizing things for me. So that's that's definitely been a, a game changer because we can stretch ourselves really thin Exactly, being entrepreneurs, doing it all. And sometimes you have to because it costs to have mm -hmm. a team. Um, but it's one of those things that's kind of necessary if you want to grow. Exactly. And and you mentioned like it does cost. And so for that new braider that's saying, I can't afford it, or how do I get an assistant? How do I build my team? Like where could they start if they're not at a point where they can't, can't pay for it yet? Sometimes it's cheaper than you think. I mm -hmm. think people think of... Um, you know, time is money for me. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm sitting down home doing all these extra things, I don't really have time to perfect my skill exactly. and my craft. So I think it's a matter of prioritizing your needs. What do you really want to do and what things can can get done without you and figuring out ways to make it happen. And I know for me, uh, my assistant happens to be a really, really close friend of mine. Okay. And so she does virtual assistant as a business, gotcha. but it's like she knows me. So from the beginning, it started off as bartering. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, you know, how much would it cost or whatever for you to help me do X, Y, Z? And I'll knock that off your service or mm -hmm. I'll do your hair for free and you do whatever, you know, however I need you. You can help me until we run through that amount. And that's how I started. But now I pay her consistently when she does mm -hmm. work for me. So it's easier than people can think. I think they just mm -hmm. overthink it. I agree with that because, I mean, I've, I've worked before and had interns work for me mm -hmm. and there's way to get interns to work for little to nothing so i definitely Absolutely. think if you if you want to do it and you put your mind to it it'll happen you gotta get creative and find ways to make it Listen, happen that's true. okay because if you, you if you can do hair that's the service that you can offer like hey girl, I can do your hair so hello yeah. and people love their hair to get done because that's the extra bill <laughs> is that it sure is yeah. um, when it comes to your businesses what challenges would you say you faced and how did you overcome them i think um challenges for me are that I had to, I'm having to kind of do things on my own, learn things on my mm -hmm. own. Um, me doing business the way that I do business is not how many do business as stylists right. or braiders. And so creating a lane of my own to set me apart has been challenging because I don't have a, a mentor per se that's a mm -hmm. stylist that can help me, you know, maneuver through some things, especially a braider. There are right. amazing you know, hairstylists out here in this world. But as far as braiders are concerned or people who do locks are concerned, there's not many who are scaling um, right. their business. And I know that my vision is to not be in people's head for the rest of my life, you know? Right. So how do I get past that? And just getting connected to people who can help me that are not stylists mm -hmm. is something that I've done here lately, having a business strategy just help me scale. So that okay. was a challenge for me. Um, and then letting go. Like I mm -hmm. said, I finally have a team. That was hard because for me, I feel like or felt like for so long, but why would I teach somebody to do it when I could just do it myself and get it over with and be done? You know, right. but just freeing myself up um, more has been helpful. And then also maneuvering through parenthood okay. with a child, you know, as an entrepreneur and she's oh, busy yeah. all the time. <laughs> so just trying to find balance and scheduling things um, can be challenging, but we maneuver through it well. And she's a big girl now. So right. we kind of we get through it. Right. Time to put her on the payroll. 
<laughs> she on there too. She I know, know how to flat down. I was just, I've trained her. She, she know what to do when she when she has time. <laughs> right. This yeah. is me wishing like I wish I had a teenage child. Okay, this two year old can't help. He a problem. He can help. He can help. He can help. Yes, <laughs> he can. Listen, he be over here sweeping up. <laughs> see, see, that'll work. Now, when it comes to marketing, uh, what would you say your focus is when you're putting your marketing out? Because you are saying that, you know, I'm more of a professional braider versus other braiders. So what's your key factors when you're marketing? For me, oddly enough, um, I don't really do a whole lot of social media marketing. I mean, I will put pictures out there. People get excited. They see it. Like, I don't have a huge social media following. I really take pride in, like, making sure the clients I have Mm-hmm. That come into this salon are treated like like queens and kings. I do have right. a few guys, but I treat them so well. I take good care of them. I show them that I appreciate them, even by having like client appreciations gatherings every every few months. Mm-hmm. Just let them know that I care. And they do my marketing for me. Right. They're like my walking billboards. I don't really have to spend much when it comes to hair things, mm-hmm. you know, advertising that. Because my clients do all that for me. So I'm right. thankful that they trust me and they do all the weeding out, like, oh, she ain't look like she was for real. So I just told her you'd be booked all the time. I mean, they, I mean it's so <laughs> right. funny watching how they maneuver. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Oh, when a new client come in, they say, she told me I can't get in quick. I had to book my uh, consultation. I got to do this right. and that. I'm like, okay, I trained them well. So yeah, that's my that's true. my favorite type of marketing, just my clients. They take care of that for me for the most part. Okay. And a lot of people feel like they have to do the whole social media um, and just by working with different stylists, I've worked with the stylist that was making over 200,000 and she probably had like 500 followers on Instagram. And just as you said, her clients were doing all the marketing. Absolutely. So if you are doing right by your clients, uh, they will tell people. I know. And I think the, to wait, the way the world goes now, people really get so caught up in those numbers. Exactly. And I'm thinking like you have 16,000 followers. How many of them are spending money with you? Exactly. They're just there to I look. mean, do you know by name? You know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah. So I rather, I don't care about the numbers. I just want the results. I want the people in the door and that's just it. No, I agree. Now, what would you say has contributed to your success? What has contributed to my success? I want to think just hard work and faith, mm-hmm. really. Um, For a while, I was a little nervous about stepping out on faith and quitting my full-time job to be an entrepreneur. Right. That was a scary move for me. And I think once I did that, I felt like I could do anything. Right. So just (laughs) stepping out and making it happen has really, really been good. And making connections, building partnerships Mm -hmm. um, with other organizations. Like I mentioned, I'm a part, you know, partner with the jail here locally. Okay other nonprofits, just being able to help them better serve their communities, whether I'm educating them, um, teaching their families how to do hair, or are they bringing girls to me to be serviced? Just getting my name out there in the community as someone who helps people in need when it comes to hair care has really helped me grow. Okay. Now, as far as those partnerships, for somebody that's just like, I don't know how to get in contact with them. I don't know what to say to them. Um, like, you know, what steps did you take in order to build those partnerships, to contact these different people? Like, I know you've gotten news coverage, everything. Like, how are you making that possible? Oh, the community is making that possible Um, for me, really. Um, especially the news thing, the news, someone nominated me for everyday hero and one news station got a hold of it. And then another one got a found that and saw it. It was like, oh, I want to do an interview. And those aren't, I don't really look for 
notoriety in those things. Right. I just do it. Like I've been doing it for three years and they just found out the end mm-hmm. of last year. Um, so when I even went in with the jail, people kept asking me like, how did you know that they could do a program like that? And I didn't know. It's just right. about having conversations, um, having a plan, go on websites, send emails. I don't mind sending emails. Right. I don't mind knocking on somebody's door or walking in like, Hey, I'd love to meet with you about whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just really what you have to do. Cause sometimes people don't know what they need unless you make them aware of it. That's true. And that's kind of like what I did with the jail. Um, a lot of the agencies that I work with, it's just really sitting down, having those conversations. How can I help you? You know, what are mm-hmm. your needs? Being aware, being involved in the community. And that's just really the gateway to endless opportunities. Right. right yeah. And I, I tell people all the time like that networking, getting out, talking to people like it's really important to your business, to the growth and just being able to get things done. Um, right. Being in those rooms is the oh, most yeah. valuable thing. I mean, even when we were at the event together years ago, exactly. it's just you meet so many people. So many people. It's like, oh my goodness. And you never know. I mean, have a business card handy. Have something that they can scan to find out more about exactly. you. And make sure whatever they refer to isn't messy. Make sure your business is separate right. from <laughs> That it's all personal. connected. <laughs> That's a tip. <laughs> Listen, okay. Um, mm-hmm. So what do you see for the future for your business? Oh, man. Um, In my mind, I'm giving myself a few more years behind the chair, but I want to do more consulting to help okay. more braiders be on the level that I feel like I've gotten to right. and continue to grow. Like, don't get stuck behind the chair. Find ways to scale your business. Have the most phenomenal client experience. Like, find ways to elevate. I want to help other younger stylists yeah. that are coming in the industry um, to be able to do those things and just doing more educating in general, mm-hmm. um, getting in more, you know, more jails across the country is something that I desire to do as well. So nice. we'll see. No, I, and I mean, I, I definitely think it's needed. I, you know, I've got my hair braided before I've heard all the horror stories and I can appreciate a professional braider. Okay? Absolutely. Listen, I, I may be in town in two weeks. don't keep you there all day long. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yes. No. So um, I asked everybody that comes on the podcast and I want to know, what would you say is your superpower as an entrepreneur? Being not your average. Listen. And always. Look, you see, well, let me move. Listen, you see, say it again. Aver- say it again for the people in the Not desk. your average. <laughs> not your average. Braider. Like I'm, I'm the one. I'm just, I'm not average. I'm above average in everything I do. I strive for excellence. Um, I get f- feedback from my clients. Like, you know, mm-hmm. hey, tell me how can I make your experience better? I don't mind being vulnerable. Like that's, I mean, it's not about me when people are in my chair. It's about right. them. I see, I listen to whatever they want to talk about. They get the remote. You can do whatever you watch, whatever you want to watch on TV. I'm in the community giving back. People right. don't do that. No. They want their money. If they don't feel like doing hair today, they cancel you. Yeah. I'm not that one. No, no. And I trust not you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I love me. it. I love it. Well, Alicia, yes, I want to make sure that everybody's following you uh, so they can keep in contact. Where can we follow you? So social media is I am Leisha Lou. Okay. Um, and then you can find me on Facebook the same way. And then my website is LeishaLou.com, L-I-S-H-A-L-O-U. And that'll link you to everything as well. Programs, appointments, social media. All that. Yeah. All, All right. of well, that. Leisha. All things. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show today. I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Stylistpreneur Podcast. 
Make sure to visit our website for more beauty business resources, courses, and to join the Stylistpreneur membership. Until next time, stay a cut above the rest.